Good morning. This is Jill Welke back at it for another week. We're going to give it another try and see if we can't get those buttons to work just a little bit better for us this week. Um, I actually talked to Bob late yesterday, and he was uh, bragging about how it was 85 degrees down there in Hawaii. And I'm like, okay, well, that'd be a 100-degree difference from what we were experiencing yesterday. But that's kind of exciting that he's... Well, that he's out there, but he's sharing a little bit about his adventures. We've got a lot of uh, chores to do today with some news reports. We're going to talk about beef export value and volumes today. We're going to talk about pork exports and their volume and what has happened in the past year. And with the winter meetings well underway, there's still some conventions that are happening virtually. And we're even going to talk about watershed project planning, which may be kind of a strange topic for the January. But, you know, those planning projects start early, early. And the sooner you get your information in, the better chance you have of being able to complete those projects with the NRCS assistance. Well, that's a little bit of what we're going to be doing Let's look at the weather around the area. For temperatures, Eau Claire, we're at, sitting at 1 degree with a wind chill of 10 below. Medford is 1 below. Rice Lake is 1 degree. Wausau and Green Bay are both 3 below zero with Marshfield at 2 below zero. La Crosse is our balmy temperature at 4. Madison and Milwaukee are both at 3 degrees. And it seems to be all of the cities around the state are experiencing light winds. So there probably is some winter uh, wind chill, uh, wind chills around there. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, we're back at it. Let's take a look at our weather sponsored by Marquardt Motors. Marquardt Motors is hiring for a metal technician at their high-volume auto body shop. Marquardt Motors offers a competitive salary with a generous benefit package. Apply in person or call or go to MarquardtMotors.com. Our weather for today, we're going to take a big jump in temperatures and get up to a high of 28 with a low of 22. And it's supposed to be partly sunny. Tomorrow, our high is 29 with a low of 19 and partly sunny. Thursday, those clouds are going to roll in, but our high is still going to make it up to 29 with a low of 11. Friday, we're not going to be quite as warm, but we're going to get up into 20, 20 degrees with a low of 7. But scattered, there's a scattered chance of snow. Saturday, High of 18, low of 7, partly sunny, but it looks like it's going to be steady temps into the near future. And boy, I'm looking forward to that. You know, it makes it a little bit easier for those waters to keep going and keep let those kids be outside and play in the snow. Uh, but remember this morning, our wind chill is still at 10 below, so let's check those waters and keep those cattle drinking and 
taken care of. Let's take a look at some uh, national news. We're at Wax 104.5. President Biden has spoken with New York Mayor Eric Adams about the deadly fire at a Bronx apartment building. Our hearts go out to everyone who is impacted, and we are very appreciative of the heroic work of the first responders who are on the scene so quickly. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the president offered comfort and support and offered any federal assistance that may be needed. Nine adults and eight children perished in the fire that's being blamed on a malfunctioning space heater. The mayor of New York City is being criticized for hiring his younger brother. Eric Adams defended his decision to appoint former cop Bernard Adams as deputy New York police commissioner. He says not only is he qualified, but the mayor told CNN he needs someone he can trust to protect him, including from potential threats by white supremacists. A city ethics panel is now deciding whether the hire can go through. Maya Angelou is the first black woman to ever appear on a U.S. quarter. Matt Mattinson has details. The U.S. Mint revealed that the new quarter featuring the legendary poet and activist went into circulation Monday. It's part of the American Women Quarters program, which will include coins that feature prominent women in U.S. history. Other quarters in the series will start being rolled out later this year, and the program will continue putting coins into circulation through 2025. I'm Matt Mattinson. The wait is almost over to get an at-home COVID test for free. But on Saturday, anyone who buys a test can ask to be reimbursed by their insurance. The new rule will cover eight tests a month and an unlimited amount if ordered by a doctor or nurse. This won't require any deductibles or co-payments. Simply go online and file a claim. The White House will also be launching a website soon to request free rapid tests to be mailed to homes. A convicted killer highlighted in an HBO documentary is dead. Robert Durst went into cardiac arrest at a hospital yesterday while serving a life sentence in prison for murdering a longtime friend. The 78-year-old was sentenced in October and indicted soon after for the 1982 murder of his wife. And the Georgia Bulldogs are celebrating their first national title in 41 years. They beat the Alabama Crimson Tide Monday night 33-18 in the college football playoff national championship game. I'm Mark Mayfield. And that's... um. And that's some news out of uh, from Mark Mayfield. Get ready to save half with half-off deals. It's a great way for you to get goods and services that you will love and you don't have to pay a full price. Start saving this Friday, January 14th at 8.30 a.m. with Physicians Weight Loss and Murder Mystery Theater at the Eagles Club in Lake Alley. Be ready with your credit or debit card and get ready to save with this week's half-off deals. For more details and to find out about all the savings, just go to AroundThe715.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Good morning. This is Jill Welke right here back at it. Uh, remember to bundle up those littles when they're waiting for the bus stop. The wind chill is still 10 below. And we need to keep those littles happy and healthy to keep them getting back to school. We're going to touch a little bit on some farm news. With wintertime, it's prime time for watershed project planning. The USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service, NRCS, is encouraging local sponsors to submit watershed project requests for funding through the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. NRCS offers several programs to help communities improve land and water resources within watersheds. Funding is available for new projects and projects that have already been submitted to the NRCS. Projects that did not qualify in the past are being reconsidered as funding becomes available. 
Let's get those projects planned out. The sooner we plan them, the sooner they can be enacted is when we can get out there and get things done. Get a clean start this year in new advanced technology with LG Wash Systems from Amundsen's Appliance. Power clean big loads in under 30 minutes. The top-rated LG Wash System has become the new favorite as technology and home come together. Now in stock and ready for delivery at Amundsen's in Rice Lake, Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, or Hayward. Or shop online at Amundsen'sAppliance.com. Then the best place to buy is Amundsen's. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 or more per month with MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. You get access to a massive network of providers and 24-7 telehealth. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, and it's more than just affordable healthcare, too. You get to be part of a community of Christians who pray for each other and support each other. But here's why now is the time to make the switch. Join before January 15th, and they'll waive your new member fee. You'll save another $170 right off the bat. Call now. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is January 15th, so you can save even more. Call 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Good morning again. This is Jill Welke. It is almost 10 after 5. Let's take a look at some markets. Our Midwest livestock cash markets. Choice fed beef steers are 127 and 147 with mixed at 126. Choice fed beef heifers are 125 to 145 and a quarter with mixed at 125 and up. Choice fed Holstein steers are 106 to 118 with selects sitting at 80 to 105. Cows are at 42 to 57 with a top of 57 and a half to 90. Bulls are 70 and a half to 86 and a half. Butcher hogs are 52 to 59 with sows at 45 to 51. Boars are 19 and lower. New crop market lambs are 235 and up with feeder lambs at $4 and up. The futures market for cattle February sitting at 136 and a quarter down one. April's 140 and a half down one and a half. June is 136 down one and a half. August is 135 down one and a quarter. Feeder cattle for the futures. January's at 160 down one. March is at 165 down one and a quarter. April's at 169, down one and a half. May's 171, down one and a third. August is at 180, down a half. The lean hog market, futures market for February is at 78, down one and a quarter. April's 84, down two and a half. May's 90, down two. June is 96 and a half, down two and a third. Chicago Board 
of trade, the futures for corn. March corn is at one at six oh one, down one and a half. Oats are at six sixty one, down three. Soybeans are at thirteen eighty four, down and a half. Soybean meal is at four hundred thirteen dollars a ton, down two and a half. Wheat's at seven seventy seven, down a half. With our cheese markets, barrels are at one eighty three, down three and a half. Our forty pound blocks are one ninety nine and a half, with no change from yesterday. Our gray double A butters at two seventy eight, up three and three quarters. Class three milk futures. January is sitting at twenty twenty seven, down two cents. February is twenty one fifty five, down or up twelve cents. March is at twenty one fifty three, up twenty nine cents. April's at twenty one eighty five, up thirty cents. And May is up thirty three cents at twenty seventy four, with the trends looking to be going up. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report is 1.99% APR. To apply, just visit Wisconsin Credit Union in person or online. Rate and credit limit based on credit score, income, term, and MVP status. Membership eligibility required. Federally insured by NCUA. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I'm Jill Welke back with you. Let's look at some farm news. U.S. beef export value set a new record high for November. According to U.S. Meat Export Federation and CEO Dan Halstrom, beef export values topped over $1 billion for dollars for the second time in 2021. November beef exports totaled over 120,000 metric tons, up 7% from a year ago. For January through November, beef exports were on a record volume pace at 1.32 million metric tons, up 16% from a year ago. Beef exports to South Korea, China, Hong Kong, and Central America set new annual records for both volume and value. New value records were set in, on exports to Taiwan and the Dominican Republic this year. U.S. pork exports did not increase like the beef exports did in 2021. Pork exports totaled over 237,000 metric tons in November, down 8% from last year. January through November, pork exports were just below the 2020 record of 2.71 million metric tons. Exports to Mexico are on a record pace for 2021. Central America and the Philippines jumped to new annual highs. Pork exports to South Korea climbed 24% from last year to nearly 14,000 metric tons. The demand for chilled U.S. pork products has caused much of the growth. Up next, we're going to be talking Pam Yankee got, was able to talk to Kent Pentergish about honey popularity. If you experience water damage or fire loss at your home or business, don't panic. Call Stomatic. At Stomatic of Western Wisconsin, 
We provide professional restoration and construction to get you back home or back to work. Hi, this is Denny Backstrom from Stomatic of Western Wisconsin. We have proudly served the Chippewa Valley for over a quarter century. Stomatic of Western Wisconsin is locally owned and operated with a team of skilled professionals on staff striving to get you back in your home or business fast. You will feel like Stomatic is part of your family because when you work with our team, you become a part of ours. And did you know that Stomatic works with all insurance companies? So remember, as a property owner, you have the choice to work with Stomatic for your water or fire damage restoration needs. When disaster strikes, don't panic. Call Stomatic, Stomatic of Western Wisconsin, 715-834-8822. For a new year and a new you, come join the Walmart distribution team. Plenty of positions to choose from. Three-day work weeks and new starting wages up to $28.50 on weekends. The Walmart distribution center also offers free tuition, quarterly bonuses, and Monday through Thursday schedules. Apply online at careers.walmart.com for freight handler or text DC25 to 474747. Get started on a new you in a new year with the Walmart distribution center. During this winter season, a lot of colds. What's the best remedy? Well, honey, apple cider vinegar, and maybe a touch of an adult beverage in there as well. It'll get you better. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. At least that's what they say. Pam, I uh, have tried it, and it seems to have worked for me. I I don't know if it's the honey or the amount of the uh, adult (laughs) beverage that you put in it. But uh, honey is so popular and so healthy. Yeah, you're right, Bob. Fabulous farm by Pam Yankee, the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And honestly, I think uh, because people were cooped up a year ago with the pandemic and uh, all the rest of the business that was going on, they turned to things like honey to naturally try to keep themselves ahead of the game physically. And what has turned into possibly something you enjoyed uh, in a beverage or on a on a meal on a on a bun something like that has also turned into some people's industry. I talked about it with Kent Bagorsh. He is just a super fantastic Wisconsin honey producer that's also on the American Honey Board. He is a producer himself with his own apiary in Wapak. And I'll tell you what, one thing that the pandemic had people realize is they wanted to get control on some of the foods that they could produce, and that include many people that were turning to being part of the beekeeping industry. Kent said that that uh, was a sudden spike that they welcomed, and now it's just a matter of trying to keep up with those interested folks' demand on product as well as information. Well, we've seen an uptick in, in hobbyists, people interested in getting into beekeeping as a hobby, of course, because they were stuck at home and they were doing a lot of those type of things. So there has been a kind of an uptrend in that. Um, also, on the, on the commercial side, we did pretty well because as beekeepers, we're out in, a, you know, in nature and we don't have to worry sure. so much about close contact mm-hmm. with other people. But there were some challenges with getting uh, help in from uh, other countries in the H-2A program. Um, and then also there has been some problems with getting containers and glassware because yes. of shipping and the contain- you know, because of the whole international shipping situation and also woodenware of course prices went up last year and we, right. we rely on a lot of woodenware so that was a little bit of a challenge but overall i'd say the beekeeping industry weathered the p- pandemic pretty good and um of course honey and home and cooking over the last year people have been home and they've been using uh more honey honey sales have been great yeah let's talk a little bit about some of the industry challenges outside of the supply chain i know one issue that is constantly uh, rearing its ugly head is honey from outside the united states posing in our grocery stores. 
the American Beekeeping Federation keeps an eye on that stuff, don't you? Yeah, we really do try to educate consumers on how to buy American honey, um, to look at the label, to see the country of origin, and hopefully buy it from uh, you know the country of origin in the United States. And you can be pretty confident if you look at the really, really fine print on the label. Um, if it says USDA organic or USDA grade, it doesn't necessarily mean that it comes from the United States. You have to look at the country of origin. Um, so we do try to educate consumers on that. And best of all, try to buy from the beekeeper director, buy locally so you know what honey you're getting. Right. How is the market for honey these days? You know, we said consumption is up. Is that across the United States? Give us a little state of the state when it comes to the the American Beekeeping Federation. Yeah, honey prices are getting stronger now. Um, we are trying to uh, work on clamping down on some of the imported honey that's coming in um, illegally, being transshipped to the other countries. Um, so that that's a, a positive sign for honey prices. And just by the by the mere actions of trying to clamp down has increased the price of honey uh, on the wholesale level. Um, I don't think we're seeing it on the retail level yet, but I mean, I don't think we'll, I don't know if we'll ever see the retail level go up that much, but the wholesale level is what's important mm. to the industry to keep it healthy and keep it with the, the capital it needs to survive. Right. You know, the other thing that I'm learning, and I guess I knew, Kent, is that uh, you need to be serious if you want to be in the beekeeping industry. I think, to your point, there were a lot of people that decided to do a backyard hive but I don't know that they necessarily knew what they were getting into when they acquired those bees. Yeah, I talk to a lot of people who want to get into beekeeping to save the bee, and that's great if they if they if they really want to be committed to beekeeping and start you know maybe a year before they're going to get the bees start learning about them. But after talking to a lot of people, I say well maybe what you should be concentrating on doing is planting pollinator friendly plants Mm -hmm. and taking some space in your yard to plant those plants maybe make your yard smaller maybe let your yard uh, bloom throughout the early spring for the bees you can do more to save the bee um, by just uh, planting the the flowers for the bees than actually keeping the bees yeah and like we said that's probably a little less expensive than trying to raise bees because people need to have their eyes wide open uh, there are input costs that you have to recognize, and just like anything else you own that's got a uh, pulse, you got to take care of it. Yeah, and you know it's fun to raise bees and to be in the beehives, but it's it's great to have these plantings of pollinator-friendly plants in your yard and watch the butterflies and right. all the native bees and the honeybees working them, and that's good for everything, including the birds that live off those bees. You know, everybody in agriculture struggles with some of the same things, labor you mentioned, but also finding the next generation that's got passion for the industry. Did that pandemic help ignite some of that next generation ideas about bees, Kent? Yeah, I think we're really fortunate in getting a lot of new beekeepers involved in the American Beekeeping Federation, the Wisconsin honey producers, and beekeepers who take beekeeping seriously, you know, the business side of it, the efficiencies you need to build into your business, taking good care of your bees, keeping them healthy, all the things that any good business person needs to be looking at. Right. Now let's talk a little bit more about the national scene. I know you've got the American Beekeeping Federation's annual convention coming up in the early part of 2022. Uh, Give me some of the bullet points that you know have to be discussed, or is it a convention that's more about camaraderie? Well, camaraderie is one of the most important parts of being a member of the American Beekeeping Federation, as with any group of farmers or whatever, to be together with other farmers and talk Mm -hmm. with them. But um, yeah, there are issues facing bees, the varroa mite that that lives on the bee, um, you know, the lack of forage out there for the bees, uh, the quality of the bees we're raising, and our keynote speakers for the conference will focus on specifically a lot of these very uh, important issues with the industry and and what we need to look at as business people, as farmers uh, moving forward, 
being profitable, providing the bees that pollinate one-third of every bite of food that you take. You know, the, the other thing that many may have noticed, there's more and more money be- being channeled toward research on our bees and some of those key issues. The American beekeepers are kind of involved in that conversation too. Yeah, we just had a speaker here talking about how competitive research is on bees, but how researchers work together to try to find the best place to spend money to keep our bees healthy, to keep the industry healthy, and that and that feeds into the whole agricultural picture as far as having those bees available for almonds and apples and pumpkins and all the things that bees are required to pollinate. You know, the other thing I've learned is it's not an easy feat to try to answer some questions when it comes to bees, breeds, and as you said, the varroa mite. Bees are a tricky little rascal when it comes to uh, figuring them out and figuring out how you can protect them. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because bees, unlike some of the other animals that uh, farmers keep, are not domesticated. Mm -hmm. You put the bee colony there and they fly out and do what they want to do. So there's so many variables in the success of a bee operation that you have to be aware of and have to be always proactively thinking about how you're going to address what's coming down the road next. Now, you're such a busy fellow with the uh, American Beekeeping Federation. How do you manage to keep up your own hives? Well, I love beekeeping, and um, I have a son who I'm bringing into the beekeeping business. He's been helping me, and um, we focus on keeping our hives healthy, and um, we're always proactive, thinking ahead, what's the next thing we got to be doing? So we're not surprised, not reacting, and that, um, is, that's how we try to be successful. You, I don't know if you can put it into words, Kent, but you got to tell me, everybody that's here that I've talked to gets a, a spark in their eye and a smile on their face when they talk about their love of working with bees. What is it? Well, it's just, it's like a Zen type nature when you're out there in the hive, opening that hive up, you know, all the rest of the world's problems, the pandemic that we had and everything else, it folds away and you are just focusing on that colony in front of you, that super organism and and how you're going to help that colony be healthy for its future that, that obviously will help you be healthy also. And you share this with your customers. Yes, we love we love talking to our customers about the honey. And we sell our, most of our honey directly to the customer. They know they're getting local honey. They, we can tell them what plants. We can even tell them specifically what you know areas of trees, some of those uh, mm-hmm. the basswood trees, for example, where the honey is coming from. Mm-hmm. And that's a great way for the customer to to relate to the food they're getting to know that that food is 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 really farm to table. And did you see those conversations take an uptick now that people are more aware of their own health? Oh, absolutely, yeah. People are are thinking about, you know, how they can eat healthier and where they can use natural sweeteners in their cooking and baking and how it improves the products, the quality of the food they're preparing in the house because over the last year and a half, we know people have been cooking at home more and and that's helped the honey industry. Kent Pagor, she is a wealth of information for anybody that wants to get started in the honey industry, owner and operator of Dancing Bear Apiary in Wapaka. Remember, if you're looking for real Wisconsin honey and want to make sure you've got the authentic thing, the Wisconsin honey producers have actually put together a website to help. Localhoneyfinder.org. Localhoneyfinder.org. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Thank you. Thank you, Pam and Kent, for that informational about honey and all the benefits that we can derive from honey. Specials and group rates. Home of the Blue Hills Beast. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Find us at smithfuneralec.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
Well, let's take a look and see if we've got Mac, Mike Dandria ready for us at TV 13 to fill us in on the weather. Yes, today it's uh, going to be a lot warmer than we've had over the last couple of days where we're going to get up into the upper 20s today under mostly sunny conditions. However, with winds out of the south, wind chill is still going to be a factor as low as 15 below. But tonight we do have a slight chance of some flurries throughout the overnight and some increasing clouds. But otherwise, low is going to get into about the upper teens for setting up for a mostly cloudy day on Wednesday with temperatures near 30 degrees. Winds won't really be a factor, so it's certainly going to feel a lot warmer out there. But those snow chances slightly again by Wednesday night, otherwise mostly cloudy and lows in the mid-teens. Again, calm winds, but by Thursday, cooling it down just a little bit, but still slightly above average under mostly cloudy conditions. But winds are going to start coming out of the north. That's going to bring our temperatures down just a little bit, setting up another slight chance of some flurries by Thursday night. But right now, temperature in Eau Claire, 1 degree. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike Dandria. So, Mike, you getting all settled in? Getting all settled in and uh, warming up, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, we seem to be getting our routine better down because I really enjoy hearing from you every morning. Well, thank you very much. I enjoy being here. <laughs> That's awesome. Have a great day. You, too. There's a select group of individuals in this world who have a passion for livestock. Yes, livestock. And that group happens to be the consultants at Equity Cooperative Livestock Sales Association. Their passion for what they do, their expertise and industry involvement makes them some of the best in Wisconsin. And for nearly 100 years, Equity Livestock's experienced and knowledgeable individuals remain focused on marketing solutions that will lead to a producer's success. Call today or visit them at www.equitycoop.com. Find out how it feels to work with people who love what they do. Global Finishing Solutions will be holding an on-site job fair for multiple second shift manufacturing and office positions on Tuesday, January 11th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. and 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. in Osseo. Be sure to attend to take advantage of a $1,500 sign-on bonus for all manufacturing positions. Global Finishing Solutions also offers end-of-the-year bonuses, profit sharing, pay time off, and career advancement opportunities. For all second shift manufacturing positions, they offer a $1.75 an hour shift differential as well as a comprehensive benefits plan, including health, Health, life, dental, 401k, vacation, and profit sharing. Come to the on-site job fair on Tuesday, January 11th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. and 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. For more information, visit gfscareers.us or call or text 715-597-8048. That's gfscareers.us or call or text 715-597-8048. GFS is a federal contractor. Successful applicants must be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by the date of hire as condition of employment. Subject to requests for accommodation. GFS is an equal opportunity employer. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And up next, we're going to hear from Morgan with some local news. Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. We'll start with headlines from our area. As a fourth arrest was made in burglaries and thefts that have occurred in the Hayward and Northwoods area over the last several months, deputies arrested 31-year-old Trevor Wilson of Hayward during a traffic stop, and that led to connections to that burglary and theft ring. He's believed to have committed or a party to several of those, as four men were recently arrested for those burglaries and now face multiple felony charges. In other court headlines from the state, the jury in Chandler Helderson's trial started their second week by 
by seeing more evidence from the prosecution. The DA's office yesterday showed more pieces of physical evidence in the case, and that included some of the blades that investigators say Helderson used to cut up his parents' bodies after he killed them. Chandler Helderson is facing life in prison if convicted. In the Wausau area, we are still waiting for some more details about an overnight apartment fire, but we know firefighters say they got a call about smoke coming from an apartment building not far from downtown. This was just after midnight last night. Crews say the fire displaced several people, not an official count yet. No word on any major injuries, though, or what may have started that fire. When we take a peek into public health, we see cases on the rise and a shift across the state as some schools go virtual and Eau Claire might be affected by a teacher shortage as well. The district sent a note to parents yesterday explaining a spike in cases may mean that there will be a shift online. We'll keep you posted of any changes that might affect your family, 715newsroom.com. When we look at the price take for Wisconsin's governor's race, well, tens and millions of dollars. That's a lot of zeros with the details. It's John DeMaster who writes this check. Governor Tony Evers yesterday said he ended 2021 with over $10 million in the bank. He's expected to raise a lot more as he looks to get a second term. Republican frontrunner Rebecca Clayfish yesterday said she'd raised about $3 million in the past four months. Wisconsin is a battleground state in both this year's election and the 2024 race for the White House. Politico says the high stakes in the state will make for some very expensive elections. I'm John DeMaster. Well, we're speaking of those elections. Thanks, John. Subpoenas to Wisconsin election leaders submitted by former Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman are being allowed to stand. Wisconsin AG Josh Call tried to block the subpoenas, but Dane County Circuit Judge Rhonda Lanford ruled in favor of Gableman early yesterday morning. Gableman is leading an investigation into the 2020 election. He will now have the opportunity to interview election leaders in person. And when it comes to medical advancements, a Maryland man is waking up with a new heart thanks to an unlikely donor, right, Matt? Dave Bennett was the first person to receive a gene-edited pig heart as part of an organ donation. Bennett underwent the surgery at the University of Maryland Medical Center in hopes he would make it home to his duplex and his dog. He got the new heart after a nine-hour surgery that placed the organ from a one-year-old 240-pound gene-edited pig that was bred specifically for the organ donation. It marks the beginning of a potential breakthrough in modern medicine as over 100,000 people sit on transplant wait lists. I'm Matt Mattinson. And from here in our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5 with Jill in the Midwest Farm Show. And coming up right after 6, we have Alex Edwards, the cast of Unusuals, and the Wax Morning Show to keep you company and get you going on this Tuesday right here on Wax 104.5. Thank you, Morgan. We've, we've seemed to get that. We've gotten that under control, too. Let's 20 to 5. Let's take a little look at one more farm news story. With winter meetings well underway, Farmers Union members are planning to gather virtually on January 29th. Delegates to the 91st Annual Wisconsin Farmers Union State Convention will set the family farm organization's priorities for 2022. Convention participants, family farmers, consumers, and others interested in the future of rural Wisconsin will have the chance to discuss issues, hear from inspiring speakers, and recognize positive activities of people living in rural areas. Convention planners are hopeful for a successful discussion of policies that lead into another strong year of accomplishments for the Farmers Union. 
LS Tractor. Now you can do more for less with legendary LS Tractor reliability from Synergy Cooperative. More standard features, more capacity, and more operator comfort. LS Tractors even offers cab tractors perfect for winter. Stay warm, cozy, and comfortable in your own cab tractor from Synergy Cooperative. They have all the implements and attachments you need to get tasks completed. Stop by Synergy Cooperative in Ridgeland and join the growing LS Tractor family today. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Cooperative. Stay warm this winter with a fireplace TV stand from Furnish 123 in Eau Claire and Rice Lake. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we're going to head to Jerry Fitzgerald of Equity Stratford. Good morning, Jerry. Yeah, and good morning to you. Are you keep? Hello. Hello. Yep, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. All right, are you keeping warm this morning? Not really. It was kind of chilly in the studio today. Oh, man, you'll have... Uh, on your way uh, in tomorrow, you'll have to bring some wood or something. Just start a little fire in the middle of the wall and warm it up, you know. Yeah, I got to do what I can, right? Yeah, you got to do what you... A warming trend on the way, though, I guess, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens with... Well, I guess in the meantime, we can tell the folks about what's going on in the markets this week. Uh, Jill, thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, uh, Monday here at Equity. Uh, cold day at the sale barn, but still um, uh, steady prices on the market yesterday, pretty much, anyway. On the market yesterday, a steady trend. Building cows just selling from 55 55. Uh, most of the cows this week so far are selling from 41 to 54 and uh, your thinner cows below the $40 money. On the bull trade this week, better quality bulls, mostly from 70 to 80. Lighter pointer bulls below 70. On the calf market yesterday, uh, good demand on the better quality calves. But again, as we want to emphasize in this very cold weather, uh, folks, uh, like I said, good demand on the better quality 95 to 130 pound bull calves, selling from 80 to 175. But for calves, 35 and below, good quality beef calves, mostly from 150 to 300. Here today at Stratford, we got a busy day on tap. We start this morning at 10 o'clock with the hay and straw auction. 11 o'clock, we'll move into the, uh, we got a special one-owner dairy cattle sale today, one-owner herd dispersal, a nice herd of cows, uh, cows coming with this herd, uh, um, uh, red Holsteins along with the black and white, be a few brown Swiss, Jersey cows, a very high component herd at 4.4 butterfat, 3.2 protein. The owner is retiring, so an excellent opportunity to buy some nice cows today. Will be offered for sale here at 11 o'clock today, Bradford. And following the dairy sale, we will sell up today, including market cows. So keep that in mind for today. Tomorrow, feeder cattle auction is a noontime start. And uh, again, a lot of information on our website. Folks invite you to check that all out. Up, click on the Stratford. So Jill, with that, we'll talk to you and uh, you stay warm. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Well, I'm just looking forward to this warm-up. Not yeah, well, I know it's going to warm up on Saturday, too. It did get into the low 20s, but with that south cold wind... Oh, yesterday was chilly, but at least the sun is shining, so get through it. We're plowing along here. We'll soon be halfway through January, so. Yeah, and did you hear that Bob had to tell me that it was 85 in Hawaii? 
Well, very nice of him to tell you that. Uh, I know. He's so sharing. I did tell yeah, him that it was well, a hundred degree difference from where we were at, but, you know, I don't think he was overly phased. Well, I tell you what, text him back or email him back. Yeah, we don't want you to get sunburned or stressed out there, you know, so. <laughs> well, I keep mentioning that sunblock, you know, see what we can do. Yeah, well, long, I'll tell you what, long as he's having a good time and wire for more money or something, I guess it'll be all right. <laughs> yep. Yep. All I right, Jerry, right. you have a good day. We'll talk to you later. You too. That was Jerry Fitzgerald from Equity Stratford. We're going to head right into to hear from Scott Herman from Equity Sparta. Slaughter cow market was stronger today with 20% of the cows 60 to 67. 60% of cows brought 40 to 59. And 20% of the cows brought 39 and down. The organic cows were steady with most cows 75 to 89.50. The thin small cows 60 to 75. Slaughter bulls were steady with the high-yielding bulls 70 to 80 with a top of 89.50. Canner and utility bulls 70 and down. Fed cattle were steady with no test on the beef today. The choice overnight beef steers and heifers 135 to 144. Select a choice beef steers and heifers 125 to 135. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers 115 to 125. Your choice overnight Holstein steers 114 to 124.50. Your choice Holstein steers 105 to 113. And the standard to select steers and heifers 99 and down. Replacement calves are steady with the top Holstein bull calves 70 to 110. Your Holstein heifer calves 10 to 50. And the beef calves 150 to $2. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Marker Report. Thank you, Scott. We're going to head right in to talk to Michelle from Terrain Livestock in Thorpe and see what's happening up north. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Michelle. How are you today? Oh, I am fabulous. The buttons seem to be working and the slides are treating me well. And the weather is getting to be balmy again, so we're doing well, right? Yep, I'm thinking everything is looking up. All right. All right, I'll give you a summary of yesterday's sale at Tree Livestock Market. Summing up the sale from Monday, January 10th at Tree Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market, we tapped at 66 and a half with a consignment by Dennis Susan of Radisson. 81% of the cows sold from 50 and above. Market cows were 57 to 66, while yielding cows 47 to 56. Thin and weak cows, 46 and lower. In the Holstein steel market, choice and prime, 102 to 120. Selects were 96 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice, 108 to 125. Selects were 102 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 68 to 78 with utilities at 65 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows so from 70 to $142 per head. We tapped at 148 with a consignment by Ray Brzezinski of Stanley. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to $25 per head. Beef, beef cross calves, 80 to 270 per head. Our next sale will be tomorrow, Wednesday, January 12th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For tomorrow's sale, we have a consignment of 20 to 25 sows, averaging 450 pounds. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. 
for all the Citroen livestock, your family owned in upright market. Have a great day. Thank you, Michelle. Sounds like you're doing real well up there and awfully busy. It has been busy, so that's a good thing, especially in the month of January. Well, you got to keep you busy, right? Exactly. Something to keep warm, right? <laughs> yeah, it is looking up, though, that weather. I'm just getting all excited about it. I know. 20s, that's pretty good. I'm mid or upper 20s. I'm good on some of these days, so. Warmth in January is always a good thing. Yep, I'm right with you. Yep, I'm right with you. All right. Well, you take care. And have a good day. And have a good day. You too. And that was Michelle from Terrine Livestock. It's almost 5 to 6. Let's take a look at our local country elevator prices. The corn price for our, for our Golden Plump Art of Arcadia is 5.41. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek is at 539 with soybeans at Baldwin, Durand, and Elmwood at 1319. Mondovi is 1309 for soybeans. Fall Creek is 1299 for soybeans. Osseo is at 549 for corn and 1309 for soybeans. Stevens Point is at 1298 for soybeans. Elk Mounds 549 for corn and 1314 for soybeans. Sparters at five fifty three and twelve ninety three. Ellsworth is at twelve is at five twenty seven for corn and twelve ninety nine for soybeans. And at our ethanol plants, Boyceville's at five seventy nine. Stanley's at five sixty four. And New Richmond's at five fifty nine. And let's take another look at our Chicago Board of Trade and our futures. They are trending downward for corn, oats, soybeans, soybean meal, and wheat. So our corn, our March prices are at six oh one. Oats are at six sixty one, down three. Soybeans are at thirteen eighty four, down a half. Soybean meal is at four hundred thirteen dollars a ton, down two and a half. And wheat is at seven seventy seven, down a half. Looking at our dairy products, our cheese barrels are down three and a half at one eighty three. Our forty pound blocks are at one ninety nine and a half with no change from yesterday. Our grade double A butter is at two seventy eight, up three and three quarters. And our class three milk prices, January is at twenty twenty seven, down two cents. February is at twenty one fifty five, up twelve cents. March is up twenty nine cents at 21.53 with the trends leading upwards. We're at five minutes to six and that's what I've got for the information I've got for you today. And did you know that uh, Alabama is having a 50th anniversary tour and I believe there might be in the local area here before too long.